Hello, I'm Hillary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Welcome to Cybersecurity CMO, a Cybercrime Magazine podcast series where we discuss with some of the top chief marketing officers in cyber how they differentiate the companies they work for, how they generate exposure and interest in their products from executives and CISOs, how they help their organizations grow, and more. I'm here today with Cindy Zhou, Chief Marketing Officer at Security Scorecard. Welcome, Cindy. Thank you so much for coming on to Cybersecurity CMO. Oh, thank you so much, Hillary. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, Cindy, let's jump right into a meaty, highly requested question from our audience, which is, how do you generate exposure and interest getting other companies, CEOs, CISOs, etc., to be interested in Security Scorecard? Thanks so much, Hillary. I think that this is one of those questions where every CMO is trying to, you know, be a master storyteller, et cetera. I really believe in that it ultimately comes back down to what are the topics that your audience is most interested in? So for examples right now for CISOs and for CEOs, there's a hot topic around, you know, how do you report back to the board? How do you talk about cybersecurity in a way where it's less about the bits and bytes and more about the numbers and the metrics and the business impacts? And so a lot of times when I really think about this question around how our team would want to ensure that a CISO or CEO is interested, it is about just building content that is helpful to them. So for example, we've launched a whole campaign with an ebook around how do you talk to your board about cybersecurity KPIs. You know, it's that type of content that I feel like resonates with our audience as something that they can immediately use. Absolutely. And so do you ever have to showcase your product in the demo, during pitches, et cetera? And I, is there ever an opportunity to include simulation? Yeah, 100%. So the good thing here about Security Scorecard is that when everyone first joins, particularly executives, we have to pass a authorized sales rep course. So yours truly actually went through that course in my first 60 days with the company, and I can even demo the product. And that's part of the beauty of Security Scorecard is that the product itself is super easy to navigate and to utilize, and we offer a free account. And so really part of that demo in conversations with our customers, we can certainly demo it, but we can also just say, hey, go create a free account and go play with the product. You know, we'll give you some of the key areas where it's super helpful to see your vendors, right? And your, your overall digital supply chain. We can look at simulation and looking at if you had a cyber attack, what could that potentially cost you? From a company perspective. And so very much, you know, we encourage customers, we encourage, you know, everyone to go on security scorecard, go claim your free account and just start playing with it. So simulation, definitely. There's a lot of ideas that we have later on for making that process even easier. Very cool. And so you mentioned your team and security scorecard, how you work together. How have you seen the the current team at security scorecard grow as the cyber industry continues to be so hot? The cyber industry, you, you said it, Hillary, it is just such a hot area. And even though now we're experiencing a little bit of softening in the economy, the mere fact is companies, when they're looking at cutting back, the last place they want to cut is in cyber. You know, this is something where as a market, we're in a very different situation. Now, there's a certain amount of technology or products and services that you might be able to live without. But then when it comes to cyber, we're talking about your entire 
business could be disrupted. And so that part is definitely makes us you know in the best market out there. With that being said, if you look at like the overall team at Security Scorecard, we have been growing so fast that the team has basically doubled from a year ago. And then if you look at the marketing team in particular, I joined the company about eight months ago and really had an opportunity to build a world-class marketing team. And so there's a lot of these new areas like content marketing, right, which isn't so new in the marketing world, but I know that are opportunities for us to do more in. So when you think about the overall market, I feel like we're in a great situation. However, I go back to and emphasize it's about the customers, right? The customers overall could be seeing more softening across their business and people being asked to do more with less. And so what are some of these burdens that we can take on for our customers to help them? And so among many other responsibilities as CMO, you drive forward the strategy planning and reporting for your teams, as well as projecting market growth. And at the end of the day, as you mentioned earlier, that master storyteller role, helping to tell a compelling story. So Cindy, what is your recipe for success as CMO? Oh, thanks. I will say this, that I feel like every company is different. And, you know, definitely past successes, et cetera, you want to leverage those learnings, but every audience and every company is different, right? So I will humbly say that success is TBD, but I will share a couple of learnings I had from over the years. You know, you, you kind of hit it, Hillary, you talked about telling a compelling story and ultimately that's what we're here to do, right? It's to paint a vision and paint kind of like a journey into what does good look like? you know, for our customers, like here are the problems that I can help you solve. And so when we ultimately take that as a center theme and we think about, you know, how do we drive all of these different initiatives together? I feel like one of the key components for any CMO is that you have to think beyond your team. So think beyond marketing. It is about, you know, how do you engage with sales? How do you engage with customer success? How do you engage with operations within the company, as well as many, many other additional functions? And then particularly many CMOs, such as myself, we also own the product marketing component. So you really have to be very engaged with the product management teams. How are you translating a lot of the feedback and the input that customers provide, either through online reviews or through, you know, sort of customer advisory board meetings, user group meetings? And then how do you translate that into feedback for the company? to look at the overall product roadmap. So I would say this, it's the CMO's job is much more of a being that voice of the customer internally. And it's not just about all of the marketing components of uh, the universe. Definitely. And so with that, Cindy, what skills are essential for your position? I think one of the key things for CMOs and for any marketer now is that you have to be a metrics and a KPIs driven executive and individual. You know, it used to be that marketing was all about, hey, the pretty glossy, you know, let's do the billboard, let's do the full page ad. And now we have really, you know, sort of become a digitally savvy, like the most digitally savvy division of any company. Because you think about the ads and personalization and really knowing your customer, So those are all things that I think fundamentally having a strong command of the numbers, you know, do you know what measures success and not just for marketing, but what measures success for the company? And then how do you take elements of that within marketing to make that connection? So that part is really important. 
I think another skill set for sure is on collaboration and communication. You know, are you good at communicating cross-functionally? Because at any company, you just can't go it alone, right? The marketing component is there to amplify externally, but then how do you work cross-functionally within the company? So that communication skill and the ability to build bridges and, you know, kind of get to what is best for the company is super important. So diving a little deeper into strategy and planning, as I mentioned earlier, how do you think the cyber, and you touched upon this a bit, but how do you think the cyber criminal activity we're all witnessing is impacting marketing trends and strategies? Yeah, for sure. So one of the key things in cyber is that when an attack happens or that there is a headline in the news that's related to cyber. One of the key things is you want to be able to get in front of it and help your customers as much as possible. So as an example, Hillary, we have a very robust threat intelligence team at Security Scorecard, and our team right, is looking at recent activities, et cetera. And then we're synthesizing that information to very quickly get it out to our customers to advise them. Like, hey, here's what you need to know. Here's what you need to be aware of. And so I think very different than other industry too, is that the cyber marketing has to be very on top of the current news. We have to really sort of, from a timing perspective, be right there and get the information that you need to for your customers to help them. And actually that builds a very strong bond and trust. But for sure, the cyber criminal activity, et cetera, there's so many other implications that people don't think about, right? Yes, your business can completely slow down. Think about, we've seen the headlines, when hospitals get attacked by ransomware, there are definitely genuine life and death situations. People have died as a result. And so these are things that we have to keep that very much in mind, the broader impacts, and we have to help our customers and the broader security community and CEOs understand that these are really big risks and how do you communicate it you know, to your board, to their customers, right? The other component of this is, which I, I think is you know, often kind of forgotten, is that there's also this component of overall company compliance. There's right now a lot of potential talk of regulation with the SEC requiring publicly traded companies to talk about their security posture. So there's a lot happening within regulation and upcoming regulation. And so there's some of these bigger trends there that I do think are going to impact and change the business environment overall. And it's going to be global too, not just here in the U.S. Certainly. So Cindy, can you tell us what interested you in marketing more about your career progression and as well, you know, what got you interested in cybersecurity? Yeah, absolutely. Happy to do that. You know, with marketing, I say this to my team too, Hillary. I think the most interesting part of marketing is that it is constantly changing. You know, I would say every three to five years, you'll see a momentous shift within marketing. And, you know, you think about the, and again, I'm here to <laughs> age myself, but when I first started, right, in the industry and how we do measurement around how effective is a marketing campaign was a bit nebulous. And then now we're at the point of it's very digital, very measurable. I can see how much an ad spend I put in. What am I getting out of it? There's a whole lot of ABM, the account-based marketing strategies. And so I really feel like one of the key things is how much change there is in the market. And so 
If you don't like to be bored and you want to constantly stay challenged and learn what's new and up and coming when it comes to tech and trends, then be a marketer, be a CMO. I think that part makes life very exciting. So that's one of the key things that got me interested there. And then about career, it's the same line, Hillary. You know, it's all about being a lifelong learner because these trends are changing so quickly and really changing every three to five years. Stay on top of those trends. You know, what is it that you can learn and take away and then bring it back and share it with your teams and help others get better? And what's been one of your biggest challenges in your career so far? I feel like this is the part about marketing that it requires some education and it requires helping people understand what is the mission and the objective that the team wants to accomplish. You know, I I found that uh, a lot of things, they kind of just get put into the category of marketing. And just because it's external doesn't mean it always is directly tied to marketing, although much of it is. And so it really is about balance. You know, it's balancing the how do you prioritize? How do you look at all these different projects and really prioritize on what's important to the company and moving the needle forward? And additionally, what's an opportunity you have as a CMO in cyber? Yeah, I feel like there's so much happening on the regulatory front. Even another area we haven't touched upon is all about cybersecurity insurance. There's so much to unpack there. And companies are really challenged in either trying to procure a policy, qualifying for a policy, right? The scrutiny involved there. You know, how do you tighten up your own security posture? And bottom line is our customers are all trying to do more with less. You know, majority of the security teams, when I even talk to some of the biggest companies in the world, they're much smaller than most people would think. And so how do you help all of these customers kind of navigate some of these turbulent times, navigating some of the new compliance and regulation that could be coming? And then particularly around like cyber insurance, there's a lot there. So I really feel like that's such an opportunity that we have as marketers in cyber. Excellent. Well, Cindy, any final thoughts or advice for our audience listening today? Yeah, thank you. So Hillary, I I would say this, you know, right now, as we talk today, the overall economic conditions are definitely a bit turbulent. And like I mentioned earlier, it is about ultimately coming back to the center of what are you doing today as a marketer when it comes to your materials, your campaigns, et cetera, that are helpful to customers. And if you're able to help them navigate some of these kind of turbulent times and helping them, right, either communicate to their board better, communicate their CEO better, those are all great things to continue doing. Excellent. Well, Cindy, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure speaking with you. And I'm sure our audience had a great time hearing what you had to share. Oh, well, thanks so much. And definitely open to any comments. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Cindy. I'm Hillary McClure. Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining us today was Cindy Zoe, Chief Marketing Officer at Security Scorecard. You can find Cindy on LinkedIn and on Twitter at Cindy underscore Zoe, Z-H-O-U. And you can listen to all of our podcast episodes at cybercrime.radio, including other episodes of Cybersecurity CMO.